Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Good morning. It's Monday. It's the 8th. Everybody's going back to work, probably. At least I am. Uh, going back to school as well as the kids. And it's time for another Panther Rants podcast. Uh, pretty much it left, last we left off. Pitt um, lost a uh, game against Louisville. It wasn't even close. And there was a, you know some side stories as well. You know the big the big side story was what Kevin Stallings said to a Louisville fan as Louisville fans were heckling him and his players. He made some comments and. And obviously, it was a big barn fire for a lot of people. Well, for one thing, Louisville, because Louisville obviously was playing the victim of it. You know, there was a there was an article saying that Louisville Louisville wins despite coaches' remarks, as if as if the as if Kevin Stallings' remarks had some effect on the game. The game was already over; it was done. The coaches were checked out. The players were checked out. It was over. Done. So there was no animosity that Louisville was up against. The only animosity they're up against is, is the fact they have to, they, have a, they probably still have payroll to meet, and Lord knows those, those direct deposits got to clear. <clears throat> so whatever. And of course, uh, Rick Pitino, I guess, said Stallings was a jackass. He sent through a text message. I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, he had time to text message with all the other stuff he's got going on. His legal troubles and... I don't know. His mistresses, probably. So, yeah. I'm surprised he had time to do that. And of course, Stallings really didn't have much time to think about it because he was burying his brother that week. Which probably makes you wonder if the death of his brother probably had any effect on him with that game it probably it probably might have I mean yeah he probably should ignore the uh, hecklers but he spoke up for his players and obviously for, to some Stalling, you know some people who hate, you know some pit fans who hate Kevin Stallings that's a foreign concept to them they're still you know uh Obviously, they're just—they were just outraged because they just want a reason to, hate, to continue to hate Stallings, and that's just that. I mean, hey, I, I even said so myself. I thought Stallings was trying to get fired myself. But as the smoke clears, basically, he's trying to basically speak up for his players. But you could also say probably the death of his brother probably, if anything, had some effect on the game itself. Because a lot of times when you have things happen in your personal life, you can balance, you know, you can 
balance it, you can try to block out your mind and try to focus on your work, but sometimes it just doesn't work like that with some people. A lot of times it's just hard to do. It really is. So I'm sure that was on his mind, all that, because you gotta, for one thing, you lost him over the holidays. Then you're worrying about the burial, the burial, the funeral, all that, all that stuff. So I'm sure that uh, had some effect on him. And you know, Pitt obviously over the weekend played Tech and lost Virginia Tech by 14. They were in it for most of the game, but. The thing about Pitt is they're not going to win shootouts. and That's one thing uh, you would hope they would realize by now. At least the players do. Uh, if they're going to win any games, it's going to be grind It's going to be grind them out defensive games. Which, you know, which was the type of basketball we, you know, obviously didn't like under Jamie Dixon. But it wins games. I mean, hey, I, I mean, I love... I love the... Pitt basketball under Dixon. And it was it was a you know it was grind them out physical and there were you know it's not to say you couldn't be you know you couldn't you were handcuffed as an offensive player in that system. I mean guys you know groups of guys made plays and there's always players that stood out. I mean, his 08-09 team is probably, is probably his best team he's ever had because of all the players he had on that team that was so loaded. Yeah, the Vance Fields, who was a fifth year, I think it was fourth year, actually, because he played as a freshman, I remember. He was awesome. Sam Young was freaking great. And he had one Blair. And of course, uh, you know, alongside of them, you, you had of you had um, Terrell Biggs. And Biggs actually, his game wasn't too bad by his by you know by his final year. I mean, he wasn't a world beater, but he actually wasn't a bad. He was a pretty solid contributor. They had some solid contributors on that team. Uh, let's not forget Jermaine Dixon. I mean, the guy was a hard worker. You know, he's one of the few Juco players that actually wasn't too bad. It's, it's unfortunate for Jermaine. He'll just he'll be known for the uh, Villanova game. You know, that's, that's obviously going to stick with him. But, uh, yeah, with this team, it just is what it is, and... They got Duke this week, and they're obviously going to get blown up by Duke. I mean, I know the I know, I know the Oakland Zoo is doing a blackout for their game, and unfortunately, we don't need you know jerseys or any type of special T-shirts or whatever for a blackout. I mean, in regards to fan attendance, the game will probably be blacked out on television if they don't blackout you know basketball games. So, moving on from basketball. Football, Pitt lost some players over the weekend. 
over this past week. Four guys leaving the program. Uh, you have uh, Henry Miller, one of them, which was a big loss. But I guess he wants to play safety. Pitt thinks he's an awesome future linebacker, but that didn't work out. Kazon Pugh and Aliquippa kid leaving, which pretty much kills the Quip the Pitt uh, pipeline for the most part, effectively kills it. Millie Kennerson's another one, and you got Cam Carter. Uh, I believe Cam Carter was a Penn State recruit. Well, he used to play for Penn State. He tra- he's transferring. So, none of those guys have ever sold the field, so there's really nothing much to get upset about. So, but the defense obviously taking some hits, which sucks. Because, you know, you lose Whitehead to the draft. And then, you know, you lose four more defensive players, which makes it makes it worse. Because I'm sure these guys could have competed for a, uh, either a starting spot or, some, or somewhere on a two deep. But it's unfortunate. Uh, not to mention, uh, we Pitt lost their defensive coordinator. Josh Conlon took a head coach job at Wofford and, I'm sure Josh is the bad guy. I mean, his defenses the last two years at Pitt were horrific. And although it was Narduzzi's system, that's what he wanted. It just didn't work out. But, he, you know, he's getting a head coaching job, so good for him. You know, all that should work out for them. If they leave, you know, if coaches decide to take opportunities elsewhere. Uh, the national championship games tonight. Uh, I pretty much like Alabama to win this. I'm not sure if it's the mystique of playing Alabama, but I just don't see Georgia beating them. Not with a freshman quarterback. You know. I don't see it happen. I see uh, Alabama's defense being uh, the ultimate winner in this. And I don't expect this to be a high-scoring game either. And it's going to be low-scoring. I think Bama wins by a touchdown or two. Probably two touchdowns, I'm thinking. I think the key for Georgia, though, is going to be to get their to get their running game going. They're going to have to run the ball and take some weight off their quarterback because he's a freshman don't want your freshman quarterback in the national championship game forcing things. Because he he will most likely do that because he will feel he will need to get something going. And speaking of that, Jim Chaney's in a national championship game. Not sure he has been before, but yep. He's in a national title, coaching in a national title game. I don't know. Not sure how it works out, but other, you know, speaking of other ex other ex pitch coaches, Matt Canada is out at LSU because he couldn't get LSU's offense going fast enough for everybody to be happy. 
obviously it came in the pit. And had some really good offensive talent. And the offense, he, had, he got the offense going. He had them moving, but LSU, he just couldn't do that. When you figure with that SEC type players, he'd be able to, you know, to, I'm sure, less miles of them, some decent players. Maybe they just didn't fit what he likes to do. Who knows? But he settled out. He's getting $1.7 million of his $3.3 million. So he doesn't go home empty-handed. So he's going to get some uh, nice pocket change there. But hey, you know, take some of that money and throw it in the Bitcoin. Or Bitcoin or... Whatever the new cryptocurrencies out there, just go throw some, throw, throw a few thousand there, and you know let it let it develop over time. And you know, over the weekend there was the NFL playoffs and. the games just weren't great because the teams just aren't great you know that's just that's what happens when you have an opening round you'll have that that's why that's why I love the NCAA tournament is because there's so many teams and the opening rounds are always exciting and you know if you ever think about it well one exciting game was the Chiefs and you know, t- the Chiefs and uh, Tennessee, where we got to sit and watch Andy Reid blow a lead. I mean, I thought Tennessee was done. I just didn't think that they had the offense to do it because their offense reminds me of the 2001 Steelers offense, where that offense was more ball control. And it just wasn't built to come back from big leads. It was, it, for them, for, for, for the Steelers, it was about controlling the tempo, controlling the last scrimmage, and time of possession. It wasn't really a, um, a, a shoot, you know, one of those offenses that you can sh- you know, do shootouts. But the Chiefs pretty much sat their lead, and I guess losing Travis Kelsey helped, you know, hurt a lot as well. And Tennessee got momentum, and that was that. Bill's game was beyond boring. It was because, well, oh, the quarterbacks both sucked. You can see why the Bills decided to experiment with Nate Peterman for one game by watching Tyrod Taylor play. I mean... It was just brutal. And uh, Blake Bortles is going the next round to face New England. No, I'm sorry. He's going to Pittsburgh. Which, you know, goes to my next thing. I really hope that Big Ben doesn't piss around with this defense like he did last time. Take care of the ball. Don't make mistakes. 
because this defense, you can't piss with them. So stop. Whatever it is you did last time, don't be fancy. Just get the job done. Because they're, because they're looking to upset Pittsburgh and go the next round. New England gets Tennessee. And to be honest with you, people think it's a bye week from New England, but I don't know. If uh, Tennessee can play like in the second half, like they did against Kansas City, and how they uh, open up their offense a bit, they may have a shot against New England. They're just, but they're going to have to stop Tom Brady. And uh, say what you want about Peyton Manning and about how he chokes in the playoffs. His two Super Bowls he won, he had to go through Tom Brady to win those Super Bowls. Whereas Ben Roethlisberger didn't have to. Ben didn't have to face Tom Brady at all in his two Super Bowl wins. At all. Not once in the playoffs he had to face New England. And all the times he's faced New England in the playoffs, he's lost. So... If uh, if the, if a Ben if, so if Big Ben was to really legitimize legitim you know whatever it is that word is legitimately um, secure I guess his legacy you can say being Tom Brady at New England would do that They'll, of course win the Super Bowl. Would be would also be another thing, but doing that would put me with the all-time greats. At least that's my opinion, because he's he. Otherwise, he gets to live with the fact that he didn't he didn't get to face Tom Brady in those two playoff those two uh, Super Bowl wins, and of course uh, that third Super Bowl as well, where he they lost to Green Bay, he didn't have to face him. Because Ben has two rings, but he should have more. He should have at least three. I mean, of course, the Green Bay game they lost, but he should at least went to one more Super Bowl. But so, but but he's won two, which is more than some dream of. But, um, yeah, playoff football over the weekend was brutal, but next this weekend should be pretty fun. And obviously, well, I mean, on paper, we were probably going to see Steelers New England. But who knows? We could see an upset or two. Let's just hope it's not Pittsburgh. You know, let's let's hope they can get the, let's hope they can at least get the AFC Championship game again, and hopefully beat New England this time. If they face them, of course. And then Ben can ride off to the sunset if he wants, which I think he probably will. Because if there's any appropriate time for him to ride off in the sunset, it probably now if he wins a Super Bowl. Because I don't think he really wants to play anymore. 
But we got the Super Bowl coming up, and we got... Man, it's going to be crazy, because... After Monday, it's gonna be nothing. But, it's gonna be nothing. Pretty much nothing but college basketball, which I, don't, I I'm not gonna complain about. I love college hoops. Special weekends, a lot of it'll be a lot of a lot of games. That's that's the beauty of it. There's hockey if you want to watch hockey. I hate saying I hate saying that in that tone because I live in a NBA NBA city now. For the last eight years. It's gonna be nine years actually coming up, but there's no hockey here. And I don't hate the sport. I mean, I actually I think the sport. I mean, I watched the Stanley Cup playoffs last year, and I actually I think the product for hockey is as good as it's ever been. I mean, it's actually a really good product, a really solid product. I mean, when I watched it. I mean, I didn't just watch Pens in Nashville. I watched several other several other playoff games as well. I mean, the, the hockey's gonna come, hockey's gonna, is on our verge of making a recovery. It's just they need a better TV deal for one thing. Losing that deal on ES losing the, the ESPN broadcast hurt them because. ESPN's pretty much the MTV of the sports world. They pretty much decide what's cool and who's cool. And to them, hockey ain't cool. Nor is baseball. Hockey and baseball aren't cool. The NFL, NBA are cool. And so when you have that mindset with a lot of people, that's what you get. talk to several people and they'll tell you, you know, they can't get in the, they can't get the hockey on TV, but they, they, but, um, once they actually see a live hockey game, they're, they're hooked usually. But, uh, yeah, I mean, once football is done, we got just college basketball, hockey, if you don't watch it, spring training starts for, for baseball eventually. You know, I feel like baseball too. I know baseball down here in Houston will, will be a buzz because of you know the winning the World Series. That'll be the big buzz. But as far as the Astros go, I mean, this was their window to win a World Series, and I think it's I think it's their only going to be their only window because all their teams are getting better, especially the Yankees. They're coming up. They just got the Yankees at a good time. Next time, I don't think they're gonna be they're gonna be as lucky. Other than that, I mean, it's you know, as, as a Pitt fan, I mean, it's you know, there's really not much to look forward to. I mean, there's there's Lever Tenth Day. You know, wrestling pulled off an upset of Oklahoma over the weekend. You got the Olympic sports. I mean, if you're not gonna really take much. Activities in the pit basketball programs, both men and women's, because not not really great right now. Well, take a look at the Olympic sports. Go check the match. Check a wrestling. Check especially a wrestling match. Go and check those out. I mean, put some energy towards those. You know, 
you you won't have the best thing is you won't have any expectations when you go watch those matches or any of those Olympic sports. You can just go watch and just enjoy yourself. You don't have to get you don't have to get, you don't have to get pissed off at recruiting and this this and this. This coach is gone. None of that. But anyways, I'm done rambling for a Monday. I'm almost at work. You all enjoy yourselves in your commute. Hell to pit. Bye. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.